Welcome back, and it's time to give Emmanuel some feedback around our previous discussion. So, Emmanuel, uh, right, let's, you know, this show is all about uh, honesty, but it's also about adding value to you and uh, to, to the viewers. And so what I'd really like you to do afterward is to go and when this airs, is to, is to actually watch, watch this with, with a notepad. Okay. So the first thing here is the obvious one is sales. When I was asking around the whole thing around marketing, 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 uh, th that is for me a huge indicator of what the problem statement is, is that there's no sales. And somehow you're defining the, uh, the marketing as sales. And even when you spoke about your previous business, which was tender-based, is you respond to something, there's no one knocking on a door and saying, hi, my name is Emmanuel, this is what I do, etc. So for me, I would go from an introspection point of view is to ask yourself why you have sort of nestled yourself in businesses where there's no rejection, where there's no one saying I'm not interested, where there's none of that or very little of that. I mean, that to me is a is a personal journey that you have to go through. But for, for me, that's the only way to break, break this. If you look at every successful entrepreneur, the one thing that is common to all of them is that they can sell. Whether they sell their product, their business, their vision, they're always selling. And so to me, that's the skill set. You're not too, too, too old or too young to do. Anyone can do it. It's a skill set that you have to, to build up. So the first thing I'll do after the show is go and, and go on a find a course on sales and I'll just go, whether it's an online course or an in-person course, read books, go, go, go to a bookstore, buy books on selling and become an expert and try, and try these techniques. Why I'm saying that is because when you start trying these techniques out, when you do it, it's, it's almost like an academic thing. So you read the book, you learn a technique, you, or you, you think that might be appropriate for you, you go try it out, then you go, that didn't work or did, did work. It had nothing to do with you. You're still not taking the hit directly. It's got to do with the technique. Then you'll try the next technique until you build your confidence up. So sell, sell, sell. The referrals thing, I, I like that uh, referrals thing. But I think what we need to move to, from is this verbal referrals, give Bob a call or Vusi a call mm. to I've got it in writing. So can you put, give me a referral in writing? Yes. That can go into your website. Uh, that can go um, into, into, into the pamphlet, into your proposal. Those re references are there and they're written. And you build that up like, like stock. You build that up over time with people who are referring to you. If you ever have a direct-to-end consumer, you can, you can also get referrals from them as opposed to the intermediary. The, the, the referral issue now, and what I'm worried about now, is I'm worried about exactly that. You haven't, I don't think the differentiator is strong enough. To use quality is, is, a, is a subjective term. What you think is quality, what I think is quality, might be two different things. Mm -hmm. So why, why should I believe you? And even when you say my quality is great to, to a client, in their mind they're going, well, how do I prove that? Where's the stamp of approval to say it's a five-star whatever? So what you can do in that instance is give a guarantee. Say, there's a guarantee in that place. If it's, you know, so if you give a written guarantee, that goes some way mm -hmm. to saying, I believe in my quality. If you're not happy, uh, it's the money back guarantee to, around the quality. And so you have to be very, very sure that you're going to deliver according to, 
to what you want and make sure you're not, your clients aren't um, bad guys who will mm. just take you up on that. But the, the easy accessible one is the guarantee right now, which is what you put in writing. I'd continue with your social media, it seems to be working. I think it's great, you seem to be, you're probably getting better and better at it. And so I'd continue that and start bringing in the referrals in, in the guarantee into your social media. And um, at some point, perhaps if you're doing this with a family friend who's doing it for free, or you're doing it yourself, you might want to get, go get some advice from a, a social media expert and, and do it for a few, uh, few months uh, if you can afford it. And then the, you know, for, for me, the, the whole thing here is, is, is about um, this here is your business. And this is like you, you can, you can choose, like you've got a choice right now. And, and I know this sounds very psychological right now, but 99% of entrepreneurship is psychology. Mm -hmm. So you can either um, say in your head, but you don't understand. Okay, which is something we hear a lot, either verbally or can see it on your face, mm -hmm. um, and you don't understand the detail, or you can believe that you, this, this can be, be changed. So there's a big ownership part of change right now. And if you look historically now in terms of the, that little place where I can send out stuff and then not be rejected, to me I come back to that. Is that the place to go and, 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 and f discover yourself? Because the beautiful thing about entrepreneurship is it's a personal journey, mm -hmm. you know? It's you, you test your deepest, uh, darkest areas in your, in your soul and, and the most elated parts of you. So that to me is the place I would go, actually more than anything else. Mm -hmm. Emmanuel, I hope, uh, I hope uh, I've given you something to think about and uh, that you do implement and... Exactly. Uh, Exactly, and um, and I think some of some of the the points we have already started. We we have started the campaign with the DigiClicks. We are doing uh, proper full-time digital uh, marketing for us for us for ourselves on the social media uh, on all platforms anyway. And then uh, we we had a challenge with actually someone that we parted ways last month uh, with uh, because of. You know, trust in in the business. We employed a full-time sales and executive. We thought she has to go and knock the doors, but uh, some things didn't. You happen. have to knock on the yeah. doors, Emmanuel. We've run out of time now, but I leave you with that. Thank These you. knuckles, your knuckles, yes. need to be knocking on doors. Yeah. Well, based on this interview, I'll share some pointers with you a bit later in the show. But now it's time to catch up with Namfla Saba about the world of ESG, which means environment, so social, and governance. Don't skip this interview because you can put yourself in a preferred supplier position by following these guidelines. In studio with us, we have Namla Saba once again, who's talking to us about uh, ESG and why that's important to us as small businesses. She's the MD of Integrated Thinking, a company that specializes in ESG. And uh, we've spent the last couple of weeks getting to understand this concept. And today, Namla, I just really want to get an example. Mm. I want to just take an example, particularly a small business. And let's take an IT business. I'm mm. an IT business. 
I'm watching the show and I'm going, well, what do I do and how do I become ESG compliant, so mm. to speak? Mm. All right. Thanks, Alon. Um, take, for example, an IT company and them, say, for example, they're wanting to replace computers. So the cardinal rule to creating a sustainable um, model or strategy around, let's say, replacing computers, number one, is you have to know and identify what your carbon footprint of what it is that you're using. And so I did a little bit of research around sort of like computers, and it was actually very interested in terms of what that carbon footprint is. It is said that to... Um, uh, to make one laptop, you need to cut down five trees. You use about 1,200 minerals, use about 190,000 liters of water just to refine those minerals, as well as potentially using about 948 kilograms of carbon dioxide going back into the atmosphere. Then you need to take that, multiply it by the number of computers that you're using in your organization, and then if you are replacing those computers every three years and within a cycle of 10 years, you're going to need to multiply that by three. And then that you will realize what your carbon footprint is and you realize is that is an excessive use of natural resources. That's number one. And number two, you then now need to go out and find mitigating or um, alternative solutions that have got a lower carbon footprint. And then there you'll probably find that you can use remanufactured um, laptops that have got a lower carbon footprint. And then secondly, you need to determine as a procurement policy for the organization, do you acquire laptops on a three-year basis or every five years because you want to decrease that carbon footprint. Fourthly, you now need to go and make sure that you get buy-in from the from the organization. And so if, let's say, for example, you are selling those computers to your customers, it's important that you alert your customers of the carbon footprint and give them the alternatives. And then the last one, or the second last one, is that you need to make sure that you've got an, a waste disposal policy. How do you get rid of those laptops? Do, do they get recycled or do they, are there options for um, your customers as well? And last but not least um, replenish you could potentially fund an organization or contribute towards an organization that is planting trees where you can say we plan we are finding an organization and we make sure that for every laptop that we buy we are contributing towards five trees being being uh, planted so that is a sustainable strategy that one could potentially look into less resources and just a matter of making sure that you understand your carbon footprint and then you take it from there Great example, great research, great numbers, uh, shocking numbers, shocking. <laughs> but, uh, but a great, great example. Well, that's it uh, for today's insert on ESG. We'll be right back straight after this. <laughs>